0: This is Liz Lawless, and I'm here, your host today for Creative Passions Radio, and I'm really excited today. I have a a friend who's in the studio with us here, Gabriela Torres. Gabriela is a a musician, a songwriter, a performer, and we're going to be talking today, obviously, about uh, performing passions, and so if you're a performer and you want to perform live in front of an audience, if you want to write music, sing music, uh, perform uh, this is the show for you today. So uh, we'll be talking about that. So we'll hope you're interested. So, Gabriela, glad to have you. You Thank want me you. to call you Gabby, don't you? Sure, yeah. Thanks so much for having me, Liz. Okay, you're welcome. So tell us a little bit about, I guess we always usually start at the first with the guest and just kind of how they got started. Mm-hmm. Or did they know when they were young? Like a lot of times we talk to authors or business people or whatever, entrepreneurs. And we always ask them, you know, did you know when you were young that you wanted to do this? Or was this something that came to you later?
1: Yeah, actually, um, I was real little um, when I first started kind of dreaming about, you know, being on a stage and all that. And singing, performing. Yeah, so I mean, I've been, I mean, ever since I can remember, I've been kind of aspiring to make music and be on a stage and all that okay great okay great so so when you were uh were in school
0: you actually did some performing and stuff too didn't you Absolutely, so you didn't yeah. just go to like kind of a normal high school like i went to ww <laughs> yeah. samuel and i had regular like math and other yeah. classes and occasionally you know i had an art or music or choir or something mm-hmm. but but you actually went to, to the, the special school right for, yeah to a, okay. um, tell us about that
1: so i eighth grade year um I had auditioned in January for Booker T. Washington, right. HSPVA. It's a high school here in Dallas, uh, right. but it's an arts magnet. Right. There you go. And um, I audition, uh, initially I auditioned with flute and I got in and I got into band. And um, then I just, you know, I, I wanted to focus a little bit more on, you know, piano because I also played piano as well. Right. Uh-huh. And um, I moved over to the classical piano section and uh, it was awesome. I stayed in piano for the rest of the time. and um, I was in different ensembles, so like Latin American ensemble, gospel, mariachi, um, jazz singers. I mean, okay. lots so you of get to
0: do all kinds of yeah, different genres. So that's yeah. why you sing in all kinds of different genres yeah. now. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. It, do you feel like if you the more you expose yourself to different genres and different types of music, that that helps you?
1: Absolutely. I mean, people often ask me, like, you know, what's your favorite type of music, or like, what genre are you like really loving, and uh-huh. You know, and I just, you know, I take, I do my the best I can to, you know, really broaden my horizons when it comes to that, because I like to take um, ideas from all type and inspiration from all types of music. Right. Um, and I try to make my, you know, music selection as diverse as possible. Right. Because right. uh, I feel like that adds a lot to my own music. Right. And then also for the audience,
0: too, because I guess you never yeah. know, you know, who's in the audience and who's listening. And, mm-hmm. and I would assume that and we'll talk a little bit more about some of your performances and where you're performing. Sure, yeah. But but I would assume that, you know, you've got younger people and older people and, you know, it's kind of a broad range of oh, yeah. who's listening on the other side yeah. sometimes. Yeah. OK. So, yeah. You, so you're a multiple, you know, uh, musician uh, so you play multiple instruments. Yes. Do uh, you do anything besides you do the keyboard or I mean, besides piano, do you do the drums or the guitar or
1: any of that? I play do. Some... Um, I play. So I first started learning flute um, uh-huh. before flute. I did learn a little bit of piano and uh-huh. then I kind of just played by ear by then. But when I got into Booker T, I started studying piano and flute right and uh, middle school i was in I got in band, so that's kind of how I got into flute uh-huh um, but I kept playing flute throughout high school as well, oh, um okay. in the different ensembles and stuff right. Latin american ensemble mariachi. um and uh, a little bit of jazz and stuff and uh then uh. Piano was definitely very like, critical for me, as, right. especially as a songwriter. I was going to say, because um, you write your
0: own songs, too, yes, don't ma'am. you? Mm-hmm. You're a songwriter. Okay. Yeah, so what's, and, what's that process like for you? For somebody that's listening that doesn't really know, go, oh, man, it's so hard. How does somebody write a song?
1: Yeah. Well, How does it come to you? To, well, for me, um, I know other people start with lyrics first. Uh-huh. Um, I've been trying to do that. Uh, it's a little difficult, though. Um, I write I try to write like poems and stuff and uh-huh. study a lot of poems. But for me, my process is getting the melody down first and the chord Good. progression and all that stuff, um, right. because then you can find the right placement for the words. Right. right. Yeah. So yeah. a couple of my other songs, you know, I'd I'd create them on guitar. I'd create them on piano. And then, um, you know, then we'd go in, then I'd go into it and I'm like, okay, well, here's where this flow is. And here's where I think I want to put this or whatever, um, the verse and the pre-hook and the chorus and all that Uh bridge. Um, and then just, you know, with my band, you know, just kind of go back with them and like, hey, let's, let's, now let's put this together and kind Uh of put those finishing touches. And, you know, I have, I have the, like a, essentially like a full band because I have my my horn right so tell, yeah well. tell us about the
0: band so you play with a backup band basically you're basically the vocalist for your <laughs> <Yeah>. band right
1: <laughs> right and, um, and then you've
0: got guys and gals that play with you and yeah so what all do you have
1: so um they so we have uh about right now there's there's six of us in total uh-huh. um we're trying to get that up to like eight okay. <laughs> we're adding a couple more maybe nine uh-huh. um But currently we have a guitar, uh, we have drums, bass, um, two saxophones, uh, alto and tenor, and then we're getting... uh what was it Call a trumpeter she said Marty. yeah yeah As trumpet and okay. uh trumpet and trombone are trying to add into it okay great and yeah, uh so the full spectrum yeah, yeah yeah i think i've i think i got them all covered i forget sometimes
0: right. <laughs> sure sure and then keyboards you gotta go on keyboard yeah well, I'm, I'm, you play? I'm getting one
1: soon oh, okay, yeah getting that's... somebody to
0: play okay yeah so that's a big part of it too okay, yeah definitely great. So, um, so once you got, even when, I guess when you were in high school, were y'all doing competitions or were you just, uh, were y'all performing for the community or what what all were you doing for that? I know, like you mm -hmm. say, your mariachi stuff, I I know some of that stuff and saw some of those things, but I know y'all played some different places, mm -hmm. but but was that usually school based or would somebody call y'all and just say, Hey, we need somebody in the.
1: So the whole process with that is with Booker T. Um, a lot of people like with whichever ensemble I was, I was in. So I mm-hmm. had, I did have all my math classes and all my right. science and that, that was like, right. <laughs> I had those and we had like A and B days. Oh, okay. uh, we had right. a block yeah. schedule. So Black then schedule, I had that my, sense. my ensemble classes as well. Uh-huh. Um, but whenever they would, uh, you know, get us a gig, it would be, you know, like my jazz singers group. We would go to like, the Rustic or to Freeman uh, or, you know, to different places around Dallas. And then we'd right. go perform at, you know, different venues or different things. But that would kind of be set up with a teacher. Uh-huh. Same with Mariachi and, right. you know, the other ensembles I was with. Right. right. Um, we yeah. played at Clyde Warren Park and all that, too. Uh-huh. Um, and. Uh, but <laughs> let's see. With the with the groups, um, did you have
0: a favorite group that you played with, or was it kind of you? Know, you liked all of it because it was different. Oh my
1: goodness! I think Latin American ensemble and jazz singers were my favorite groups. Right? Okay. They yeah. were so fun. I mean, right. just being able to you know play with the whole um, and mariachi was really fun too. Um, it kind of kind of got a little bit smaller as the years went by, right. just because of the you know upperclassmen leaving and stuff. Right. But yeah. Um. It, it was definitely just like I remember my sophomore year, I was with mariachi, and that was sophomore and senior. Uh-huh. Um, and that was awesome, that was yeah. super, super fun, right? The play their stuff.
0: And so, you, yeah. did you do vocals mostly for them, or did you play uh, the instruments? Oh, were so you part of the band, or you yeah, did you do some vocals too? Yeah,
1: definitely for mariachi, I played flute. Um, uh-huh. and then when they would have me sing like solos or you know, with the chorus with everybody singing, I'd sing, right. yeah. um, put my flute down, yeah. <laughs> and then um. <laughs> I did play flute in Latin American ensembles as well. Okay. Um and that was really fun. If I you know, if I wasn't playing, if I wasn't singing, you know, I'd I'd be playing You'd get to play. Um jazz singers was jazz singers. So right. we just it was a vocal ensemble and right. that was that was really all all three years we went to uh or two years, my junior and senior year we went to California for the Monterey Jazz Festival. Right. Yeah. So we did compete in those okay. competitions. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Um that was so travel fun. is always fun. That's oh, absolutely. Fun. So Especially in California. If you're
0: thinking about music, you're thinking about stuff, obviously there's a big travel component uh, in that when you perform because you maybe mm-hmm. start locally, but then you start to branch out. Oh, you yeah. go regionally and then hopefully nationally or internationally or whatever. And obviously mm-hmm. you can go internationally yeah. on the internet and... And through YouTube and things like that. But when you're performing live, you know, that's a big part of uh, the people that I know that are in the business, you know, is that travel and being able to go to
1: different places. And yeah, gospel was really fun, too. We got a lot of um, we got a lot of good opportunities with that. And we played I mean, there was one time when we played uh, for this uh, this event called We Day. Uh huh. And, um, I mean, there was like 9,000 people in the audience right. and we saw like some, you know, celebrities come out and like they were presenting or right. whatever, hosting. And then, uh, yeah, we yeah. came out and they were like, Booker T, you know, here's the, the gospel ensemble, this gospel choir. So we kind of came out and that was, that was also really fun. Yeah. Um, but you know, just, uh, a lot of, a lot of these different ensembles kind of, um, they really just you know, gave me a chance to get that performance experience. Right. You know? Right. Because especially with jazz, you know, I if I had any like scat solos or, you know, uh-huh. different these these different solos just kind of like placed me in this this position where I needed to kind of like, you know, prove my skills. Prove your essentially. Skills And
0: stretch yourself and yeah, practice. Absolutely. And and, you know, there's nothing like doing. I mean, writing is the same way. People mm-hmm. always say, Well, what do I do? How do I start? Right. Yeah. Sit down absolutely. and start writing. I mean, start journaling, start writing, start telling the story. So, yeah. You know, who, what, when, where and how. Whatever you have to do or start with some topic, take a topic that you're interested yeah. in and write everything you know about that topic. And then as you begin to write, you you expand and then it begins to come to you. And I'm sure mm-hmm. I would assume that songwriting is similar that you got to do something. I've got a friend and she dreams, like she gets it through a dream mm-hmm. and then she writes it down. So she dreams it first, then she yeah. writes it down and then she comes back and puts I have some friends who do that music as well. or words to it or whatever. And yeah. you know, I don't know if she's seeing you know, visual pictures in addition to the words, but um, she writes country and gospel mm. um, kinds of stuff. But like you say, she was always around the business because she worked in Nashville and she worked helping other artists you know, book other artists and schedule other artists and and things like that. And then she always kind of did herself, but she was kind of shy and quiet and she, you Mm -hmm. know, wouldn't. And there's that aspect of the business that we'll talk about here in a minute after our break, but that you have to do too. And that was always like really hard for her. And that's hard for a lot of people. So one of the things we want for this Creative Passions radio show is to tell people that they can follow their dream. That yeah. they can, if they have a creative passion, whether it's music or writing or performing or business or mm-hmm. some cause, you know, water, you know, kids, you know, whatever it might, seniors, whatever animals, whatever it might happen to be, that mm-hmm. they can do that. And if they believe in themselves, if they take some asho- action, if they take steps in that direction and find uh, mentors and find other people that are right. doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, Which for you, I guess, with school, it was luckily that because you were at the arts magnet school, you had those people and you had people that opportunity and people that were interested in the same thing you're interested in. Absolutely a lot of times is the shame of it is a lot of our detractors are the people that tell us we can do something or yeah. the people close to mm-hmm. And That's really like stabbed in the heart because you go, ah, you know, I mean, you're trying to do this and your best friend or your sister or your mom or your grandma or whoever. you know, I don't know who it is, but there's always somebody that says, well, you know, are you sure you want to do that? And, you know, and they just kind of pour water on your dream. Yeah. And so it's, it's really hard for some people. So we say always, you know, find somebody, you know, outside the family, inside the family, whatever Mm that believes in you and you believe in yourself. And if there's nobody else to believe in you, we believe in you. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) We're here. We believe in you. We know you can do it. Why don't you tell us uh, how people can get in touch with you?
1: Yeah, for sure. So I have a website mm-hmm. um, and it has links to all my social media and okay. YouTube and all that. Um, and also has my my email, which you can email me at for booking and all that for my band as, as well. So the website uh, URL is GabriellaTorresMusic.com. Okay. Gabriella is G-A-B-R-I-E-L-L-A Torres T-O-R-R-E-S music.com.
0: Okay, great. So Music dot com. So y'all heard that. Okay, we talked a little bit off mic about music and how you create music and as right. you write your own songs. And a lot of people do. A lot of people say, "What do I write about?" Or how do you write songs? Or what what's your your experience been? Or what's your you know your band and you as y'all are working together or yeah. working separately?
1: So you know. I used to get hung up real bad, you know, like, you know, what do I write? And, you know, even in the beginning, I was like, I have writer's block. You know, I can't think of anything. (laughs) I can't think of anything to write And then, then you just kind of, you know, I just started thinking about things. I just started writing whatever. And it it doesn't need a rhyme or reason. And, you Uh know, you just kind of let, it's, it's, you just let your hand go and just kind of gets work. And then you think of things that rhyme and, you know, it may be cheesy at first, but when you put some music behind that or... You just have to like, I think the most important thing is to create your own style and be creative with it because right. that's, that's what kind of differentiates it. Like yeah. you with everything, you know, uh-huh. um, and you make it your own. Right. Um, and like I told you earlier, like my guys, they'll, they'll, they write about the randomest stuff, you know, <laughs> like they wrote a song called Kung Pow Chicken and <laughs> it hits like, it's a great, it sounds really good. And we're going to, we're going to play that. Um, and you know, I just. It doesn't have to be anything with meaning. It doesn't have to be anything that, you know, is, you know, so powerful that it moves you. But, right. you know, there's also, there's always those that are amazing. But, you know, to begin with, you can just kind of throw something on a sheet and kind of just put a melody to it. And then you have a song. Right, know?
0: That's right. Yeah. And you just mix it together. And, you know, and music is just like writing is a process. And like yeah. the book writing, I and mean, we do a lot of publishing instead, as you know. And so that's a process. And we have to tell people it's a process, you mm-hmm. know. Some days you'll just write like crazy and other days you'll be, God, you know, I just don't feel like writing today. Yeah. I just don't want to do it. I don't want to sit down. And But, you know, if you know that, you know, you're going to sit down at least two or three times a week or you have some kind of set time or you have some kind of schedule where you're going to rehearse or you're going to practice or, you know, that's probably what it is for performers. You know, they know that they're going to go in and practice, Right. you know, the day before they've got a show on the weekend or whatever that might be or the next night or something. And so... You know, that keeps you in that process, too, you mm-hmm. know, but you just have to practice and you just have to do it.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. So it's
0: just sit down and start writing about something. Doesn't matter if it's butterflies or chung po-
1: Confound chicken, <laughs>
0: con- chicken or whatever it happens to be. That's right. Yeah. And then as you go along, you'll you'll get the more serious things or you'll get the things that maybe, you know, touch your heart more. That Absolutely. You, yeah. Whether it's relationships or love or. Uh, betrayal or, or whatever it is you know it, it's all of those things that touch people's emotions that people have gone through because that's the other part of it we're always thinking and i'm sure you are too what's the audience going to respond to mm-hmm. you know what are the issues are they trying to escape are they trying to learn something do they want to be educated do they want to be entertained yeah. and, you know what is you know they've you know they've worked all day and they've come out to relax and you know and they've come to a restaurant or a bar and you know, they just want to mm-hmm. you know, hear some good music. They just want to be able to relax. and not listen have to, to the
1: lyrics too much. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so
0: uh, so anyway, and then you can always, like you say, do your, you know, your serious work, too. And, yeah. And I guess it's a little bit different now. I mean, you used to go in and do the whole album and do the track and right. do the 10 to 12 songs or whatever. And I guess people still do that. But you also now have that opportunity to do kind of a one. You can do one song yeah. at a time and release it. Mm-hmm. and began to get a following and then you're following on social media and stuff we'll talk oh, a little yeah. bit about more about that. So so now that you've uh, you graduated, you're working, you're uh, kind of doing so you're committed to singing here. So how did you kind of get your first gigs for people that are listening if they'd like to mm-hmm. perform and they or they'd like to sing and do and maybe they don't know what to do first uh how did that come about? Was it somebody you knew
1: or did you just go out and call on people or hundreds And hundreds of emails (laughs) and telephone calls. It Uh, was, you know, and I still do. I still try to, you know, keep calling people. And, you know, there's it's it is kind of, you know, um, discouraging sometimes when they don't respond or, you know, maybe they, you know, just don't really care. They're busy or, you know, they have they Uh, have their things going on. They have other acts that they have, which is fine. uh But that's where, you know, you don't you don't stop there because, you know, if I had stopped. At the first no, then you know I wouldn't get to where I am, and I'm I'm still building, you know this this presence that I want to have for not only myself but my guys as well, my band. Uh But it takes a lot. I mean, you have to go out there and meet them in person, or email, or make business cards, and just really promote yourself, um, and try to get you know footage of yourself because at first, Uh um, you know I I was contacting people that I had performed with with Booker T. Right. Uh-huh. Um uh performed at, at from Booker T. So we like the venues that we had played at I'm like, "Hey, I'm Gabriella blah 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 and I performed with Booker T." And uh-huh. that was that was really cool cuz I got to, you know, Booker T does have the name to it and right. because I was a student there and I study there, um people take notice to that which is really right. awesome and they they I guess respect it. Right. Um yeah. uh so, you know, I I had I had been able to get a couple gigs from there that had, people had recalled, right. you know, the when school played, when we the played. Yeah. played uh-huh. They still needed some video of us and uh-huh. we provided that. And I had um, on my SoundCloud, I had recorded in my room. I got myself a mic. My dad got me a mic and wow. we got like a monitor and uh, some monitors and just this little, little mini studio setup. Uh-huh. And I started recording and I got a program, a software for my computer. And I just, I started recording. I learned the right. software. And um, I recorded some jazz standards over some backing tracks Mm -hmm. Um, because at the time I didn't have my, you know, um, like the rehearsals for the band. I just would call up my friends and like, hey, do you guys want to go gig this place? Right. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And that was That's That's fun. But now, you know, now I have this, you know, we have this whole this whole little unit that we're trying to build. Um, Uh But it definitely took. You know, a lot of emailing and being persistent. Um, right. And my dad would constantly, my dad and my mom would constantly be on my case. And I'm just like, what are you doing laying down? Right. You know, like, you know, I'm like, I'm so tired of sending time. emails. Know. You know, I don't want to. First I don't time. want to touch another key on my that keyboard. Yeah. yeah. But um, you just, you got to go out and do it. And it it is hard work. It doesn't just come to you. Right. Uh, for sure. Yeah. Um, you got to go out there and just go, go catch it. Right and go you know? yeah
0: and go create create the opportunity too or what's to the crazy opportunity either at a place or a location or with somebody and and like you say always just just being aware that when you're meeting people or when you're talking to people that there might be an opportunity oh, yeah. so I think that might be a, a key strategy for people one that you you've got to take some action depending on what that is you got to. Maybe look up and you know ask around, or you know you obviously can ask other musicians, you know where they're mm-hmm. performing and stuff like that, and um, if there are places, you know, um, depending on your location. We're obviously in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Mm-hmm. Um so that's a big market. I mean it might yeah. be more of a problem and if you're in Nacogdoches, Texas, there's yeah. probably only three <laughs> places to play. Uh, you play for some cows and yeah, that Right, there. right <laughs> play, for, play for the animals, but uh but anyway, if you're, you know, if you're in a bigger location, but you can still do online. Absolutely. Too. So the other thing is a lot of people if, you know, if you don't want to perform in front of a live audience, it doesn't mean that you can't be a performer. It doesn't yeah. mean that you can't be a songwriter. A lot of people write songs for other people. Mhm. Songwriting
1: and, and all that. Yeah, and
0: don't perform themselves. And a lot of times later on, mm-hmm. Willie Nelson started as a songwriter. Right. Barry Manilow started as a songwriter. You know, Chris Christopherson, those guys, they wrote songs for other people. Oh, yeah. And then later on, those songs became, you know, uh, somebody else sang those songs mm-hmm. for them. And they still get royalties off of that. So, oh, yeah so that's another part of it that as a as a musician you know you need to be filing with your local you know music organization or your statewide music organizations mm-hmm. and stuff like that so that you become a part of the list so yeah. that you become a part of the uh and there are different there're different organizations we won't go through all of them here but <laughs> we'll uh, we'll post them on the um on the web on the facebook pages and stuff so that you can look those up but you know Dolly Parton for instance you know, she yeah. wrote the song that in Whitney Houston, sang it in the movie for the bodyguard, mm-hmm. I'll Always Love You. And she says, you know, everybody goes, doesn't it, doesn't it bother you that Whitney Houston sings that song and maybe she sings it better than you? And Dolly Parton said, every time I hear that song, I hear ka-ching, mm-hmm. ka-ching, there's mm-hmm. money going to my account. She said, I don't care who sings that song. And, about I thing. and I don't care if they sing it better than I sing it or sing it different than I sing it because, you know... That's, uh, you know, who knew? I said, she said, when I wrote that song, I wrote it when Cole Porter and I were splitting up with her and the guy that she first sang with Mm -hmm. were splitting up. And, you know, she was going out on her own and doing her own thing. And, you know, and now it's 50 years later. And she still makes money on that song every time it's played. So you never know what's going to be a hit, Mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, Kung Fu Fighting when I was growing up. Like you were talking about some crazy song. I mean, Kung Fu was the big, you know, television show when I was a kid growing up. And and there was a song called Kung Fu Fighting and it went, you know, gold platinum or whatever. So you never know. It's Billy Ray Cyrus. What's his, you know, uh, achy, breaky heart, you know? (laughs) I mean, you just don't know what people are going to like. Right. And so, like you say, you'd write different things, sing in different genres, explore different music, Mm -hmm. musical options and stuff. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit now, I guess, about where your band's been playing some and then some maybe some places coming up. You know, obviously, uh we're recording, so the show will be airing in about 4 to 6 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh we've talked to we'll talk again about where you, you know, people can get in touch with you, so you want to repeat yeah. that
1: again for us and Yeah, so um, some my website, which is probably the most Vital part, you right. know, you're just getting in contact with me. I have uh-huh. my email on there. Like I said, I have my, uh, my all my social media accounts, I, and I have them linked on the top. Um, and it's Gabriella Taurus com. G A B R I E L L A Taurus T O R R E S music.com. And um, I do post. Um, there's different sections on my website, uh, but it says upcoming shows okay. on right. the top, and there's like that little, those little page icons, and right. even if you scroll all the way down, you'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have kind of like a list of whenever I'm playing with my band, mm-hmm. and right. we're playing at different venues. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't think of any. Um, of any of the ones that we're we're playing in from like four to six weeks so right. that you know listeners right. they won't miss You're out right. on it. Right. Um they're on the website. Uh but we do have a few coming up here in uh July and uh at the end of June, next Saturday okay. actually. This okay. coming Saturday. Right. On the twenty ninth. Um we're gonna be playing at playing at the free man in uh-huh. Deep Ellum. Okay. And uh, we play there a lot. That's actually one of the places we played at with Booker T. Okay, um, I was going to ask you if you had some
0: favorite places that you played. And so certainly we want to give those people a shout out, you know, that have had y'all come and play and uh, given you the opportunity. So we want other people to go there and support Mm -hmm. these businesses because they support new artists and Mm
1: -hmm. independent artists. The Freeman Dallas and Deep Ellum. uh, The owner is John Jay. Uh-huh. John J. Myers. He's really cool. Um, at first he had, he kind of remembered, he remembered, you know, Booker T coming over there and he was like, yeah, you guys just come on ahead. I heard your stuff and I really like it. You know, uh-huh. I have a YouTube video out that I kind of, you know, he really liked and he was like, I'd love to have you guys out there. And that was like kind of our first place that we played at. And uh-huh. they had a small side, um, And they have a small stage on one of the sides where the bar and the restaurant is, and then they have another side, the big side, the big stage, yeah, Yeah. and they have the big stage. It's called the Bourbon Stage, Um, and they have a bigger bar and more area of seats and stuff, Uh bigger seating area. And um, we eventually kind of graduated from that small side to the big side as our uh, band kind of grew, and um, it just it had been, you know. You know, it was just so cool because he kind of watched us through that process. You know, right. and we had grown from these these kids that are just starting out. You know, right. and we're right. the Freeman kind of got gave us that opportunity to really get that per- performing experience that right. we didn't get outside of our school just right. for us. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, another place would be the Foundry right. slash Chicken Scratch in Dallas. I think it's off Sylvan, maybe. Right. Um, right. That area. Uh, and they have uh, this really cool um, stage. Kind of it's made out of state. like, yeah, yeah it's yeah. so cool. And they have tons of like little picnic tables out there. And mm-hmm. it's called uh, or Jeff Beeler. Uh-huh. Um, he's super nice. Uh, and he really loves having us over there. And we play there quite often. Mm-hmm. Another place that we used to play at was um, called Revelers Hall. Uh in bishop arts district right and it's a small little bar um but uh we always they always had the doors open and uh, we kind of would play at the front and a lot of people would pass by and then come in and then they would just be so fun um but yeah they were really cool too um but yeah there's there's lots of different places we played for private events too and you know um but yeah, you know, the festivals and things like that, or uh,
0: you know, kind of outdoor things yet. or indoor things. You're doing mostly some indoor stuff, but yeah. maybe the future—that's some
1: one of the Absolutely. things you're looking
0: to do in the future. Okay, mm-hmm.
1: maybe for that would be really cool. We've been looking for like kind of some slots for Fourth of July, maybe. You uh-huh. know, that would be really fun. Um, uh, there are like um, a little more centered towards like um, older high school kids and college kids. These uh-huh. art shows where you know you have the artists visual uh-huh. art it's kind of posting their art and then right. they have like somebody playing you know local bands come right. and play which is really cool it's really fun but yeah um and i went with one of my friends one time um and we went and i saw this band they're from uh they went to unt uh-huh. uh, oh, and Jesus i'm real man. good friends now with them um uh-huh. and i was like hey when do you guys rehearse and you know right. i just <laughs> like kind of get in, into it and then i decided you know let me create my own band after that um but we're still real close but um You know, I I say that because, you know, it's just, you know, these different little areas where you can kind of, um, you know, go and perform these different settings that we learned from. Um, But those art shows are definitely really fun. We got one coming in July 13th, I believe. Um, XCTY. and that's that's an art show that we're gonna uh, be a part of, which is really exciting. Yeah, good,
0: good, okay. And then, so future dreams. What's uh, what have you? Uh, what have you always dreamed of? What did you dream of when you were a little girl? What would be the kind of the ultimate uh, mm. thing for performing? Is it is it a, is it a big concert live place somewhere? Is it a location or is it just a number of people or is it?
1: Well, it's. You know, it's it's a combination and I'm not going to lie and say, you know, I kind of want to be small, you know, I don't because right. I'd love right. for people to enjoy my music. Yeah. Um, I write it so people can relate to me and kind right. of, you know, I have so many songs that I can, you know, recall memories from from uh-huh. different artists. And it's just like, maybe I don't want to hear that song because it, it, you know, connects, right. it it's them. attached it's to memory. a bad memory right. or, you yeah. know, maybe I want to hear different. it because it's like. A song because it reminds me of my summer, summertime and, you know, during high school and all that. Right. Yeah. But, um, you know, with me, my music, you know, has become really personal. And I've, I heard one of my really good friends, Parker Toomey, um, he's also a musician. He does a little bit more country. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, I remember he told me like, you have to be vulnerable. All right. For mm-hmm. others to really relate to your music. Yeah. And I remember hearing that before, but just hearing that again is just like, you know, you really do have to be vulnerable when you're making music because then, you know, you can't, it's easy to do it off of others' experiences, which I have done. But, uh-huh. you know, when you do it off your own experience, it's like, it, does become closer to you that right. song and it takes it to a new
0: a different level absolutely different than, yeah, yeah it takes it to a different level
1: so sure. yeah i try to relate uh make my music really relatable whether it's you know like right. with love or like you know uh-huh. happiness uh-huh. um there's also something i heard um we were asked in school one time uh-huh. um is it easier to write about love or uh like happiness or love or breakups and sadness?" Yeah. And people were like, breakups and right. like and we had sadness <laughs> and everything, you know. And, uh, and then there was some with love and stuff. But that was just one of the things I also right. like got to think on. But um, I kind of digress, but you know. Well, but that's
0: it because that's the, the things that you remember. I mm-hmm. mean, I can I, almost invariably, and I guess you, you could probably ask 10 people, you could ask 100 people if you said, Where were you, you know, when this song, what were you doing when this song was playing? Mm-hmm. And invariably, they can tell you if yeah. it's a famous song. Where were you when you first heard, like you say, we were done, make you break you heart, heart or whatever. 1974. Right. <laughs> you know, and you can, you can say, you know, uh, it was uh, my senior year, you know, May, yeah. uh, you know, it's the prom, whatever it is. Or it might have been at my wedding or at my, you know, my child's wedding yeah. or my grandpa my grandchild's wedding. I mean, it doesn't matter how old you are, how mm-hmm. young you are. Um, music is one of those things that is attached to our memories. Absolutely. And so when we hear that song, it immediately takes us back to that mm-hmm. place when we first heard it or when we, you know, and especially if it was a favorite song or something we listened to a lot, you know. Yeah.
1: Well, um, so to answer does, your question, yeah. um, I, you know, if, you know, my, my ultimate dream, and it's definitely, uh-huh. you know, changed as I've gotten older and wiser, uh-huh. and, but my dream is you know, to have other people, you know, be able to relate and have people sing my song, you know, right, um, I, I just, I've had, you know, Little. I've actually had dreams of being, you know, on center stage and have the spotlight on me and my guys and, uh-huh. you know, having the band with me and, you know, singing and then just all the music cuts off and like all the, you know, fans are singing, right. they're singing along and it's just like this powerful moment, you know, right. And it's this uh, intimate exchange between, you know, creator and listener. And, And, you know, the thing is, is that they both relate. This is a place where they can both come together, Together. you know. Right. And that's kind of what brings us closer. And music is a a huge vehicle for that. Um, It's a very vital vehicle for that because, you know, you have people all over the world who don't speak the same languages who can, you know. It doesn't matter. You can it be from you, you can be from Japan and playing somebody playing with somebody from Italy or right. you know anywhere, and as yeah. long as you're playing music, is that you know language that I strive you know and right. I want to be fluent in, and uh, I feel I feel like that's like a, a message that I can carry with me. Right. You know, with through my music through and music. through my actions and stuff um, yeah. is what I ultimately want to do okay
0: great great well that's fabulous well gabriella we're so glad you came Gabby, we're glad that you uh were on the show with us today we Thanks appreciate so you taking time because yeah. we know you're performing you know you're <laughs> practicing and doing those kinds of things Not and so all. we will uh send you a uh, a clip of the show too so you can put that on the website Absolutely. and that way people can uh, listen to and then we'll be uh, posting on our website and we'll be posting it on our platforms and Things like that, and then we'll have you maybe come back later on and uh, tell us uh, tell us what you're doing. We'll catch up with you again down the road here once we're kind of down and a little further down the road. Uh, And then we'll, uh, if you'll send us a clip of uh, your song or the band, and we'll we'll tag that uh, we'll tag that too to the show so people can uh, can listen. So. So thanks so much. So give us one more time your uh, your contact information before we go here, and then we'll finish up.
1: Okay, so my my website is Gabriella Taurus Music. It's G-A-B-R-I-E-L-L-A Taurus, T-O-R-R-E-S, music.com. And I have, like I said, all of my social media and my email and all that. And you can okay. just hit me up on there. <laughs>
0: yeah, great. Okay, well, so much. We appreciate you so much, Gabby, coming and sharing. Um, this has been Creative Passions Radio, uh, your host, Liz Lawless, and we uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. We know you will. We, uh, we hope you'll take away those things to just write if you want to write, if you want to perform. You just got to make the calls. You got to go surround yourself with people that are in the business. You got to meet people that are in the business, learn from them, learn about the business side as well as the music side of the business, because um, that way you'll be long-term successful. And we hope you'll come back next week and listen to our next show. We'll be talking about uh, publishing passions, performing passions, professional or purpose passions. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye. We'll see you next time. Bye.